You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. When I gamble, I always look for a way to get an edge. You do too. Well, at my bookie, they double your first deposit. Boom, there's your edge. You start with a huge leg up. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. Sign up now and your first deposit bonus with MyBookie has you off and running. That will kickstart a winning season. This weekend, lay the points maybe with Arizona. Can they bounce back from their loss to Green Bay? How about the top offenses in the league and the Titans and the Rams going toe-to-toe Sunday night? You want to smash the over or play the other way and go under? Don't just take my word for it. Head to my bookie and sign up now using promo code ZABE to get your money doubled and start winning today. Remember, good friends don't let friends gamble alone and without an edge. So get your buddies signed up at my bookie and you can receive a 250% bonus on their first deposit. Plus, it's unlimited to redeem, so all of your friends can join the party at my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Today on the Zabecast, when did Howard Stern become such a yenta? Biden channels his inner Karnak the Magnificent. The Raiders sure can't judge character now, can they? Notorious J.A.Y. joins me and I'll get the Travis Scott 101 for hopeless middle-aged white guys. Your 40-minute uncensored Zabe Express is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! Here we go! Tuesday, November 9, 2021. Thank you for downloading. Howard Stern is worth $650 million. He is 67 years old, has a second wife who is only 49. He's got life by the balls, and yet he's apparently afraid to leave the house. And he's not much of a rebel anymore, if he ever really was one. But when did the king of all media become the queen of all (laughs) sorry I stole that from the internet I saw somebody else mention that but oh my god listen to this take on Aaron Rodgers I was so worked up over the weekend about this fucking uh, Aaron Rodgers of the NFL. I don't even know where to begin with that story. I mean, this fucking guy, I don't watch football. Sorry, I'm not a big fan. I know the guy's a real good football player. That's why they put up with his bullshit. If I ran the NFL... He's going to be a Hall of Famer, so yeah, you know that he's important to the franchise. If I was the, uh, you know, if there was decency in this world, You know, I would throw this guy out of the football league so fast, what he did to his fellow teammates. And, you know, bravo, Terry Bradshaw, for what you said, and everyone else who's got half a brain in this country. But this fucking guy, they should throw him out of the league so fast with the guy who crashed his car at 153 miles an hour. And some poor lady, this guy, some poor lady was walking her dog, and the dog and the lady burned up. In his car, because he hit him. And uh, she the, the last words out of her were just screams of pain from the fire. Mm. I mean, he's facing 40 years in jail. It should be a life sentence. I mean, he just essentially just killed someone with his car. But he should... Notice he hasn't... Stern hasn't stopped to go, wait a minute. Am I really putting Rogers in the same 
sentence as Henry Ruggs? He's thrown out of the league, which he was, I assume. No, I just and, was uh, Aaron Rodgers? Come on, dude. Really? Dude. You know, that really? whole bullshit game. Yeah, I have the antibodies. Now, first of all, I don't know where these guys get their information from. They refuse... He, he At the press conference, he said he got his information from uh, Joe Rogan. He didn't actually say that, but he said he's been talking to Rogan. Well, the respect Joe Rogan's Why a, a guy. Why would you go to Joe Rogan with a medical problem? Yeah, you, you got doctors who study in medical school. I don't know what has happened to this country. What has happened to you, Howard Stern? I mean, come on, king of all media. Of course, he's really just the king of radio, and he made an absolute killing. And I envy of that but he's not really the king of all media he can't write for what i understand has he written written anything i guess he wrote a book or had a book written with his help does he write screenplays does he write a column does he write a blog he had a tv show it was short-lived but that's you know even rush limbaugh couldn't get a tv show stood up and running because it's a totally different beast Incredible empire built on being a juvenile in a grown-up man's body all these years. And now listen to him. Ufa, as he would say. King of all media. Unbelievable. State Farm is sticking with Aaron Rodgers. The number of people on social media that were hoping he would be dropped by State Farm is just insane. And the, and the gleeful, you're next, State Farm. Let's go. And they say cancel culture is not real. State Farm's comments and statement is very simple. We respect Aaron and his, uh, you know, we respect the fact he's got views that we don't necessarily agree with, but he's been a good spokesman for our brand, blah, blah, blah. It's a great statement. Cut, paste, put that statement out every time going forward. One of these companies is like, oh, no. Oh, no, there's social media backlash. What are we going to do? Oh, let's just burn to the ground a relationship an endorser, because we're worried about what someone's going to say on the internet, which will go away in a day or two because nothing lasts. Everything just washes down the river of, of absurd. Oh, and uh, this is a fun game. Where's Gavin Newsom, the governor of California? He's been missing for, for more than two weeks. He is a politician who loves to be out in the public. He was going to go to the climate summit because, you know, California, its economy is larger than a hundred or more countries. It's uh, GDP. He didn't go to that. He said he would participate in some of the events virtually, and he has not been seen or heard from in damn near two weeks, right after his last public affair- appearance, which was getting the booster shot. Coincidence? Uh, could be. Could be just with family. But, man, has he gone deep. Hunt for Red October underground, underwater right now. So too has Jen Pasaki after she tested positive for coronavirus after um, being vaccinated. The White House press secretary does press briefings, I think, every day or at least had. She's been gone. No explanation there for quite some time. I hope she's okay, by the way. Of course, all this after Pete Buttigieg took two months off for paternity leave in the middle of a supply chain clusterfuck, the like of which the likes of which we've never seen. Nice work if you can get it, right? And I worry about taking a Monday or a Friday off from this stupid podcast during football season. Man, I gotta readjust myself. I gotta get that government mindset. Oh yeah, all the while OSHA has drafted this order for vaxing that is in response to a so-called grave danger they waited two months to actually write it up from the time biden announced it lawyers obviously had to try to make it as airtight as possible and they're not going to put it in place for two more months grave danger who believes this bullshit you don't certainly you can't you smart and good-looking listeners of mine i stole that from drew and kb oh and today biden said businesses should just go ahead and ignore the appeals court that put a halt, a temporary halt to this saying, yeah, we're not sure this is actually going to stand when it's all said and done legally. Biden's like, nah, just fuck, ignore them. Just keep going. Imagine the exploding heads if Trump was doing all of this. Of course, there's a pile of states and lawsuits waiting for it and it may survive all of them. Who knows? But well, this is, this is Joe Biden's America, people. He's at 30 
7% approval. And it's probably really lower than that. It's lowest ever recorded at this stage of a presidency, not even a year in. And he supposedly got the most votes in history, so I don't know. All of those are facts, no opinions. Do with it what you wish. I'm not going to say he's not funny at times, unintentionally funny. He ended his presser the other day with this, a Karnak the Magnificent moment where he just closed his eyes. First of all, he said, I'm going to get in trouble for answering another question, which is such a weird thing like, oh my God, I I can't answer any more questions. You're the president. Answer as many as you see fit. I'm going to get in trouble for this. Anyway, so he didn't know who to call on. So he closed his eyes, waved his hands, and said, here, I'm just going to point. You guys can figure out who I called on. I can take, I'm going to get in real trouble. This last question I'm taking, you can decide who I'm pointing to. (laughs) Unbelievable. And the press corps doesn't say shit. You would think in a rational world, they would be like, hold on a second. Yeah, we're Democrats deep down. I mean, of course, we're liberal. But fuck, we're trying to do a job here. This guy is a complete clown. We need to tighten this up. You'd think they'd be writing article after article after article. They're not. They don't They don't care. Imagine Biden's approval rating if there wasn't all this media interference for him. Hoofa. All right, time for our man, Notorious J-A-Y. New phone, who dis? A hypothetical question for you, Jay. Ready? Hypothetically speaking, yes. These expensive $1,200 plus supercomputers sitting in our pockets all day, tracking Mm -hmm. our every move, scouring Mm -hmm. data from us at all times Mm -hmm. in ways we can't comprehend. They're called smartphones, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So how come then when I use Siri, the voice assistant, to send a text message, it asks me, what number do you want me to send this to? Mobile or home? Hey, you (laughs) dumb fucking phone. What do you think? Figure it out. I labeled one of them mobile for a reason. Use your brain if you got one, as Boss Hog once said. And that's all I have to say about that. Well, while we're bitching, may I bitch about Facebook for a second? Please do. So, a month ago, I was put in Facebook jail for a week. Oh, oh, oh no. Would, would, you, would you like to know why? Well, it couldn't be for spreading right-wing conspiracy rumors. That wouldn't well, be you. No, no. So, my buddies and I, we were quoting some of our favorite lines from movies. It was like, this oh. one, go. This one, go. And one of my favorite lines ever in any movie is from from uh, Smoking the Bandit. When I get home, I'm going to punch your mama in the mouth. That is my, <laughs> and I posted that, and I was put in Facebook jail because that was spreading violence. Oh my god! Yes, I thought it was going to be this scene from Forty Year Old Virgin. I know that you're gay. Uh, yeah. you know, made in Manhattan. You know I know you're gay? How? I saw you put spinach dip in a loaf of sourdough bread once. Yeah, you know I know you're gay? How? You have a rainbow bumper sticker on your car that says, I love it when balls are in my face. That's gay? <laughs> can't make that movie anymore. I believe when somebody, I think because I heard you listening to Coldplay, was that one? Yeah. I, I think that, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't. Um, yeah, you, your gay stuff. Ne- you cannot say so long, gay boys, which just makes oh, me laugh because, it, from, because from, it comes out of Chow's mouth. Oh yes. my God, yes. I, one I, of the, I know. One of the best ever from History of the World. No, History of the World or. Oh no, the, um, from. Um, oh shit. Um, Cleavon Little and Gene Wilder. And. Oh God, Harvey Corman! Come on, what's uh, what's the Mel Brooks movie? Um, uh, hist- you know, by the way, they're making a History of the World Part Two. 
That, that was movie at the, was so fucking funny. Right. Oh. And so you remember at the end of it, there was a teaser for the sequel. Yes. And now 40, was, 40 years yeah. in the making, they're apparently going to make it. It may be a streamer only, but they're going to make it. One of them was Hitler on Ice, I believe. Was yes, one of Hitler the history on of the Ice. World. Yes, it was. Yes. Here was, here was Dr. Chow. Not Dr. Chow. I call him Dr. Chow. Here was Mr. Chow <laughs> in Hangover 1. Saying so long, gay boys. So long, gay boys. Gay boys. Another blazing saddles. When Dom DeLuise goes, okay, faggots. That's another great one. Yeah, but no, you, you can definitely never use that again. Definitely cannot say that. So, uh, am I wrong? So, I guess Leslie Chow was on College Game Day, not this weekend, but the weekend before. Did you mm-hmm. see that? I did not see it. I, I've kind of tuned out to my. College game day. I, I don't know why. Really? I, I used to. It used to be appointment viewing to me. From whence will you get your Desmond Howard fix? Oh God, he's terrible. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know who said. Oh Desmond, we got to have him. He's terrible. Well, at some point that show has to end, and no, it's it now. Yeah, it does. Everything ends, Jay. How many episodes of College Game Day have there been? Do you think? I'm looking it up right now. I know they talked. They talked about when it started in like '93. It was it was the um, it was the uh, Notre Dame Florida State game. I think was the first one. '93, yeah. '94, '93. Yeah. It's so it's run for damn near 30 years. It's approaching Gunsmoke territory. So I wish they had a big number on it here. I've got to read paragraphs, 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 paragraphs. Uh, Do you know that last weekend they didn't have the Hello Cincinnati because they hadn't envisioned Cincinnati ever hosting College Game Day, even though the big and rich song says we rolled through Cincinnati for some of that skyline chili, which I guess is the legendary chili of Cincinnati, Ohio. Speaking of my hatred, by the way, uh, big and rich. (laughs) Do you hate that no, no. song or do you hate the group? I hate Big and Rich. I hate Cowboy Troy. <laughs> uh, he he is everything. Uh, when he I, I read it, and, and here's the only reason I hate them because I read an interview about Big and Rich and their they have some stupid name for their little posse. Even though um, Gretchen Wilson, I met her once. Gretchen Wilson, wow, fetching, okay, fetching. Okay, but, tell me, tell me you don't like the song though. I mean, you gotta love no, the song as a no. No, perfect. No, 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 come on, no, 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 I don't, I don't. But they anyway, coming Cal- to your Troy city, called, called one little ching in your yang yang, one no. little zing in your pang pang. No, it's city. No, it's not, no, Cowboy Troy called it hip hop. through. Come on, I wanted Jay. to kick him in the fellas. Come no, on, I hate that song. It's twangy. It's brassy. I, it's I, it's bouncy. Gets you fired well, up on a Saturday morning for some college football. Country music is the music to me that is in the uh, in hell's waiting room. <laughs> well, okay, well, we're going to get to rap. We're going to get to Travis Scott in a second. Travis Scott 101. But let me just finish this point about college game day. You say that your yes. appetite for it has waned. Yes. You and I, as 50-somethings now, have yes. to constantly check our own calibrations of is this thing I used to love in sports not as good, or am I just getting old and cynical? Because we've done more laps around the sports <laughs> track, right? Yes, yes. Starting in September, glorious football, you know, baseball playoffs, you know, basketball starting. Is it just we've we've done we've done this lap uh, too many times, and we're starting to get lose its luster, or has the thing that we once loved genuinely kind of jumped the shark? I still no, I no, I think it's I still love college football. I won't ever stop. But, but college I, game I, day, you're not as locked yeah, in. In I part stand, because I they've been to, everywhere a jillion yeah. times. I will stay up and watch college football final though. That's a good one. The helmet stickers. Yeah. Yes, I like that. But I but college I mean, I hate to say this. Coach Corso has kind of run oh, its course. Well, and Coach I love Corso's, Lee Corso. He's he liked Dick Vitale hanging on by a thread health wise. Yeah, I you know. know. Lee Corso I know. Has a serious health scare. Prayers up I'm, for Dick Vitale undergoing chemo right now. He's not going to be on tonight's uh, college basketball de facto opener, the Champions Classic at Madison Square Garden. But yeah, everything I mean, at some point runs its course. So, I, uh, by I the way, Lee like Corso. Derby. 
Okay, Lee Corso is 247 and 129 in his legendary headgear picks. That's a pretty good that's a pretty good record. Well, it's straight up though. I mean, I, I remember them doing the uh the, you know, remembrance show, not remembrance show, but the the 100th episode the clip show. Sure. And and Herb Street said that he's something like 50 and, and something when picking USC. Oh, boy. Whenever in doubt, they say go with the truck. It was very good. <laughs> I mean, I like I like Lee Corso. Lee Corso coached at Maryland at one point. Did he, he really? Recruited, he recruited Joe Namath to Maryland, but Joe Namath was too stupid to get in. Yeah. So, he sent it, so he sent him down to Alabama. Anyway, I guess my point is at some point the show will end. And I just don't know when that is. It's had remarkable staying power. It's pretty here's, formulaic. It's get kids out on campus early to rah-rah their team. Here's a question some for signs. you. Here's a question for you. What goes first, PTI or college game day? Oh, my God. PTI just goes on and on and on. But it's such easy, lucrative money for Uncle Tony and Mr. Wilbon. I mean, I mean the, day, the day that they have new hosts, Mina Kimes and Pablo Torre, I am so out. Oh, well, of course. I mean, talk about easy money. 22 minutes, and that show is produced by probably seven people total. Which is why I have little or no respect to to TV people. (laughs) They don't put in the grind. I did a a four-hour show by myself. Exactly. I know. I know. Okay, let's uh, get to Travis Scott. Holy shit on a stick. What is going on down there? I need to know, A, who is Travis Scott? What's his deal? B, how do you feel about these mega festivals where they sold 50,000 tickets and there was probably another 20,000 trying to ram the barricades to get in? Uh, Well, somebody who used to be a festival whore, I love festivals. You're a festival Uh, guy. I, I was trust. I was a really big festival guy, but uh, Travis Scott, a new school hip hop artist, and I'm not a fan. What's Again, his What's his number one hit? The song I don't know. That's a, I know he banged a couple of the Kardashians, and but who? But well, what who black has, man? What black man what, hasn't? Yeah. What black man hasn't besides me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the biggest upset. Uh, the biggest upset is who is it that's now rumored to be da- oh, Pete Davidson? Pete Davidson supposedly dating Kim From- Kardashian. From what they say, and this was from Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson is the 2000 version of uh, Milton Berle, if oh, you know what I mean. Super hung. Yeah. Yes, okay. That's, that's what they say. Super hung and knows 20. how to wield it. All right. Travis yeah, Scott Antidote is Never probably his mo- is probably his most popular song. 390 million views on YouTube. Ain't nobody trolling me. Ain't nobody trolling Scott. Ain't nobody trolling I'm taking this spot. Yeah. niggas is Is this sort of like trap? It's uh, I, it's funny. I and it's speaking of hip hop very quickly. I wanted. It's funny. Sorry. Hold on. Go ahead. Popping pills is all we know. Strippers, smoking weed, fast cars. Okay. Well, a couple weeks ago, no, two weeks ago, um, they, they've been having these things. It's been sponsored by a lot of people, and it's been called Versus. It's always been one hip-hop artist. And it's not Versus, but I'm going to do my hits, and you do your hits. And they had one two weeks ago. And if anybody said, what is hip-hop? I would say if... Aliens came down and they said, what is this music hip hop? I would have made them watch. It was KRS-One versus Big Daddy Kane. And they both did their hits. And they both had remarkable breaths. They, they, they didn't take breaths like these no good account artists do now. They, you didn't hear them like, you know, <gasps> none of that. It was, it was hip hop. There you go. Not even as big as hit, by the way. T- two hours and six minutes on YouTube. I could just put this on and do some needlepoint listening to but, it. What are you doing a situation like this? Who is this? KRS One? That, that's Big Daddy Kane. Oh, that's Big Daddy Kane. All right, let's yeah. cut ahead to Big uh, KRS One. See what he has to say. Not to do your money like 
time teaching? Yo, Capri, keep it low now when I'm speaking. Me? I'm He's freestyling, by the way. Wow. So, yeah. So, it, it sounds like Travis Scott is half trance. Half. I don't know hip-hop it's very slow it's very or, ethereal or as i like to say all garbage <laughs> all right so let it be known jay does not like stripper rap megan no. v stallion doesn't no. like travis scott new age rap you are the but classic it, but it's sad no but i but there is one cardi b song <laughs> that i then if it comes on i will sing it like a 14 year old girl yeah, so I can't always say that. I, I, I have some I have some holes in my game when it comes to liking everything. I, I think I should compile the the short list of rap songs this white guy likes. And it's a one hander that you can count them on. <laughs> Starting with Fifty Cent in the club. Uh, uh, moving no, no, no. on to uh, Eminem with the uh, "You Got One Shot," whatever that song is. Uh, you one shot. Lose yourself. Lose yourself. Yeah, lose yourself. By Eminem, in the club, by Fitty. I would then say I like uh, uh, Baby Got Back. Could you? I like it. I'm being funny. I was being funny. I I I love that song also. Hold on, I got a couple of these. What is what is the one uh, from the Houston rap group uh, at the Marriott? Yeah, love is at the M- Marriott. M- MGK. Is that who you're talking about? No, no, at the Marriott. You ever hear that one? Mm, oh, you have played that before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not a not a fan. Why not? Southern Southern rap. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a hip hop snob. I got to think, but I love Outkast. Dero music. Dero music is is what it is at the Marriott. Nothing but nothing but Outkast. Jay, listen. They turn their Marriott hotel room, probably that they got with points, into a strip club, man. Freaking sweet. See? See? He's perfect. See, that's finding a solution to your problems. Club got shut down. He turned the hotel, Jay, into the club. It sounds a lot like Little John. To the windows, to the wall, sound just like that. Uh, sad thing is, the official Duro Music After Party video only has 566,000 views. There you go. And Duro like- Music only has 74,000 subscribers on YouTube. Again, it sounds like Little John. It sounds like a Little John ripoff. Okay, so question. Are you Travis afraid? To, are you afraid to go to Big Paloozas these days now that this has happened? I mean, eight people fucking dead, Jay. No, because I would be in the back, not rushing the stage. I can hear you fine, just back here. <laughs> <laughs> what if you were? So, there, apparently, there was a guy running around with a needle. Yeah, that one was weird. I don't. What it was? What was in the needle? I don't know. I and some guy runs up to me. He's going to get a punch in the face. Well, they're not going to rob to you. They're going to sneak behind you. They're going to dra- jab you in the leg. You'll be like, ow, what was that sting? Yeah, that's And he's going to melt into the crowd. Maniac. Yeah, I, I have gotten hurt at outdoor. I got hit in the face with a rock. In the a face. Wow. In the face at a, at a U2 show. Oh, that man. was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, and, yeah. Did you yell out who threw that rock? <laughs> I remember yelling a lot of expletives. And my buddy goes, you got to expect that at a concert. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> you got to expect that. Oh, yes, my God. He said that. Yeah, my buddy Scott. I remember him saying that, and I wanted to punch him in the face with wow. a rock. Wow. Do you, know how, uh, do you know how Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters deals with assholes at his concerts? Here's an audio clip from a guy that was starting a fight, and he basically just stopped playing right there. No, 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 no. You don't fucking fight at my show, you asshole. Who's, the, who's that right there? Let me see him. Who's fighting right now? Who's fighting? Let me see him. There's that fucking guy in the striped shirt right there. Hey, motherfucker, look at you. Hey, look at me. Hey, in the striped shirt. Look at me right here, motherfucker. Look at me. Look at me. Get the fuck out of my show right now. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of my show. I mean, you, you stop the music. You ruin everyone's good time, grooving and vibing, and you point out one guy and turn the whole crowd against him. That's effective counter warfare right there, isn't it? Wow. Dave Kroll. 
A little ballsy, though. Flat-out gangster. Yeah, well, he doesn't want yeah. people fighting at his shows. When I gamble, I always look for a way to get an edge. You do, too. Well, at my bookie, they double your first deposit. Boom, there's your edge. You start with a huge leg up. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. Sign up now, and your first deposit bonus with MyBookie has you off and running. That will kickstart a winning season. This weekend, lay the points maybe with Arizona. Can they bounce back from their loss to Green Bay? How about the top offenses in the league and the Titans and the Rams going toe-to-toe Sunday night? You want to smash the over or play the other way and go under? Don't just take my word for it. Head to my bookie and sign up now using promo code ZABE to get your money doubled and start winning today. Remember, good friends don't let friends gamble alone and without an edge. So get your buddies signed up at my bookie and you can receive a 250% bonus on their first deposit. Plus, it's unlimited to redeem, so all of your friends can join the party at my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So the Raiders have cut cornerback Damon Arnett. From the (laughs) Ohio State University. I'll be honest, I had no idea who this guy was. I didn't watch day two of the NFL draft a couple years ago. He's part of a complete washout of that draft from two years ago by our friend Mike Mayock. I mean, I like Mike Mayock. I think he's a smart guy. They drafted some seriously sketchy dudes. Why do they have to cut Damon Arnett just one week after cutting Henry Please Ruggs tell third. Us why. Well, Please because tell us. he didn't like someone criticizing his play on the internet. So he solved the problem by also going to the internet and threatening to find the guy and kill him with a gun that I swear to God. <laughs> Five minutes away. This gun that he's got looks like it was out of, uh, you know, Call of Duty. That was some kind of super gun. Holy shit, this guy. Look, lame-ass nigga, I swear to God, I will kill you, nigga. <laughs> Pardon the Boy, language. I, love, I will kill you, nigga. You talking crazy. <laughs> talking about that shit five minutes away. So, yeah, so he pretty much threatens him, points the gun at the camera of his phone that he's walking around. And what's amazing is that, you know, the Raiders said that, you know, we put a lot of resources into trying to help Damon, and this does not fit with our team's values <laughs> like your values you couldn't just say this shit's crazy we're not having this this doesn't fit our values but they said he is a young man with a good heart <laughs> oh is he the, the Raiders are gonna have to blow up this whole thing aren't they oh again well it's look at how blown up it already is Groot I mean, gone rugs their like first round pick time. gone and now this guy's gone I mean, this is like the 19th time they've blown it up. By the way, what happened to your phone? Did you drop it in a sock or something? I did not. Sorry. That's is weird. that better? Not really. It was super clean a second ago, and then something happened. How about now? It's a little bit better. I don't know. It. I've not done anything. Okay. I haven't moved. That's weird. Uh, just another one in the uh, oddities of cellular phone technology. So, yeah. So, that's not the way to deal with criticism. Like, y- y- you got to, like, realize... People are going to criticize your play. You just can't pay attention to it. Here's the Raiders, the Raiders 2020 draft. Henry Ruggs, prison. Gone. Damon Arnett, cut. Lynn Bowden, traded. <laughs> Brian Edwards, he's starting. Tanner Muse, 
cut. John Simpson's bench. Uh, Amik Robertson, bench. That sounds like a very Vinny Serrato-esque draft. So let's see. They got one guy who's starting, two guys who are on the bench, three guys who are cut, one guy who's going to jail, and another yeah. guy who might be going to jail given the nature of the gun he was wielding. The other thing is for a city like Las Vegas, which had that awful, horrific shooting. Uh. And I, I was supposed to be out there that weekend, too. That's right. You told me that. That was, was yeah, even was scarier. Fest, festival whore. Of course, it was a country, music, it was a country music festival. You weren't going to go to that, were you? It was going to be at the hotel I was going to be at, and I probably would have sashayed out there. To... <laughs> you would have sashayed out there to stand in the back going, I hate this country music, <laughs> yes, but I'm here. Exactly. Yes. But looks like shit. some yeah. looks like some guy's going to meet a girl on the tailgate of his pickup truck. So, all right, I'm in. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> anyway, so why do these – I know why these teams draft guys who are on the margins of being sociopaths. But at some point, don't they got to realize, look, there's other guys almost as good who aren't sociopaths. Because this guy apparently had a lot of red flags coming out of the Ohio State University. We worked with Richard Walker, who told us – you got to have some guys with some questionable backgrounds. Some penitentiary guys. Some penitentiary, yes. That was another <sighs> one, yes. I suppose you do, but some teams have been better than others at avoiding them. Um, I get, well, who, who might that be? Well, I mean, I, I should say not everybody. I, I think if you're doing a chart of the most criminal players on every NFL team in history – I think all 32 would be pretty well represented with least a couple. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, everybody has some. Yeah. Even the New England Patriots. Yes, one Aaron I was going to say. Hernandez. The Steelers, a lot. The Ravens, a lot. Mm. It doesn't, yeah, nope, doesn't really go across any, any certain lines. Lenny Dykstra has bought a boat, Jay. He still has money? Uh, apparently enough to buy... A boat. Check it. Nails coming at you. Uh, check. I bought a boat. Oh, God. I, I bought. I, 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 I fucked royalty. I, I bought my own plane. I, I, I won a World Series. I lost a World Series. I've been to the cooler. I've fucking um, uh, done everything. But I haven't bought a boat. So what the fuck? I bought a boat. Here's a boat. Guess what? <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's, he's smoking a cigarette. He doesn't look like he has any teeth anymore. He's slurring his words. But I, I will say my... the uh, documentary, the uh, the Mets 86 documentary, he was great. He oh, was I gotta, like the best. Oh, I got to see that. Yeah, he was He was really great. And what? who did that? Netflix, uh, 30 for 30? No, 30 HBO. for 30. 30 fucking for 30. Fucking asshole. I'm going to shine, okay? Watch this. Watch nails get fucking down dirty here. See this? I don't need huh? Look at this. This fucking fucking nails. I bought a fucking boat. I don't know anything about boats. Uh, Cue, I just don't Cue the Lonely about. Island music. Cue the Lonely Island music. I'm on I'm a on boat. boat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing that this guy like maybe somebody was so desperate, they're like, all right, I only have one buyer for my boat. But it's Lenny Dykstra, and he put two grand down. He promises he's good for the rest. Yeah. <laughs> so even though I'll he's take gone it. broke before. Right. Yeah. I know he's not going to pay me, but at least I got his two grand. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Get your towels ready. It's about to go down. Everybody in the place hit the fucking deck. You like T Pain or no? No. Fuck you. We running this. Let's go. I'm on a boat. So fucking good. My uh, my boy Josh on the morning show in Milwaukee loves Lonely Island so much. They came to Summerfest a couple years ago, and he bought a ticket right away and made sure he was as close to the stage as possible. He said that the uh, the subwoofers were so loud and they were like bouncing through his body. He thinks it gave him organ damage. I mean. The Lazy Sunday, those oh. two are great. Oh, well, okay. One- uh, what's it? Let's rank your top three. Oh, good. Lonely <laughs> Island, best 
Hits, hits. Here we go. Okay, uh, on a on a boat is definitely one because that that. Um, no, no. I'm gonna go here. Let me. You want me to do one, two, three? While you think about this, I've got them right okay. now. Okay. Go ahead. Number three, Dick in a Box. The Dick one in that a Box started is number one. That's true. That's number one. Uh, yes. Number two, I'm on a boat. Yes. And number one, without even a question, jizz in my pants. In my pants. Yes. With an honorable mention to Like a Boss, which is another one of my favorites because it has a great cameo by Natalie Portman. She said it, look me dead in the face, ask cash a credit, and I jizzed in my pants. It's perfectly normal. <laughs> With a great minute, Jamie Lynn Sigler did- playing the checkout girl. At did, the grocery store. But they did one with Natalie Portman. Yeah, well, they did Portman, awesome. Portman, 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 Portman. Yeah. Uh, uh, what what was that called again? Portman oh Lonely I, Island. Damn, Natalie. You, yeah, Natalie, she, she cursed? Oh, yeah, this, oh, is, this is Natalie's we're rap. We're today with film star Natalie Portman. Now, Natalie, the last time you were here. She's so fucking hot. I don't know yeah, what right. yes, she is. Now, yes, Natalie, she is. Yes, she is. The last time you were here, I heard things got a little out of control. Yeah, well, I was going through a really weird time then, but I've matured a lot. Why don't you fill us in on what it's like to be you? This is part two. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Portman, 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 Portman. That's great. My man dance, but he's not a ballerino. Yeah, he twinkled his toes, but he give me good D though. Rap a good burrito. Tide pods, only fucking thing I snack on. Natalie Portman is the poster child of Lolita's. Really? Because she did two movies. It seems like you're almost exactly the same, but with current references. Untrue. I'm a mother now. It's really changed my perspective. And do you find it difficult juggling kids in a career? You can juggle these nuts. What? I don't dance (laughs) (laughs) Thank God for Lonely Island. I mean, did you, you ever see The Professional? No. Oh, it's like her first movie. She was like 12, but there was some scene that she dressed up like kind of tardy. And you're like, I don't think she should be doing this. And wow. it was a little, yeah. She's, okay. yeah, she is the, she's the poster child for Lolita's and, and young girls. Oh, but I see I it right love, here. I still love her. Yeah. Leon, the deleted scene from the professional. And there yes. she is uh, all dressed yes. up. 1994 uh, director's cut on that. Okay. Uh, Zion Williamson is fat. Oh my God. Wait, somebody said, He's on the north side of 300. Oh, the north side. <laughs> have you have you seen him? He looks like Grady Wilson or Fred Sanford walking. He's so fat and bow-legged. He looks like he's like 75 years old. And Kenny Smith said to TMZ, he can fix his weight issue. It's not hard. Eat less. <laughs> Meanwhile, did you see what Chuck... And Shaq said about Zion as he was warming up the other night? I'm sure it was something great. Yes. <laughs> he said it looked like me and Chuck had a baby. <laughs> so that's the action that's happening tonight. Uh, not going to lie, we saw some footage of Zion Williamson that caught your guys' attention. And I'd, I'd like to see it now. So this is <laughs> Zion warming up. We don't have him. It could be another two, three weeks. But Chuck, you, you had a visceral reaction to this. It looked like me and Shaq had a baby. <laughs> that's wrong man we're not supposed to be fat shaming on this podcast i know can i can i also give us gives a not a shout out but there was somebody that came on the first team on fox whenever i called or emailed ernie johnson ernie's the best guy ever. i know you don't remember but when i found out that he was up that early taking care of his special needs son. Yep. I felt like the biggest dick ever that I was calling him, bugging him at teased to come on at seven in the morning. And yet after, after doing studio yep. the night before, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, when his son passed away, I was like that. I said, I am a dick that I bothered him that much. Yeah. So, but uh, did you see yeah. the did you see that before we get to FTG and wrap this up because it's been a good run so far. Lots of audio compliments to the show here. Uh, did you see the uh-huh. high school? Did you see the high school apologized for their choice of opponent after the one hundred and eight to nothing route? I, if I was that coach, I would have given them 
the Woody Hayes. Why did you score 108? Because I couldn't couldn't score 109. Fuck them. It's oh, not my job. My. To, it's not my job to keep this score down. It's your job. Yeah, but it I wasn't even crap. it wasn't even a fair matchup though, Jay. Don't schedule us. Well, shit. You know, don't schedule us. Score, <laughs> block, tackle. Okay, no sympathies I, there. Got I'm it. that guy. I'm that guy. Yes, I oh, will run the score up okay. on your ass and not give two fucks about it. How about the little kid that went viral for stiff arming? other littler kids in football running for a touchdown like he was a miniature version of King Henry. I saw that. He was, he was not a miniature. He was maybe a cheeseburger away from King Henry. I mean, just was, one kid after another. Kid. Stiff yeah. arm for you. Stiff arm. Stiff arm. He had like seven stiff arms that wiped kids out trying to tackle him. Again. Learn how to tackle better. Wow. So you're not going to say that that kid should be bumped up to a different age group or should be told you can't play because you're a little bit too big for everybody else. Nope. Stop me. Wow. They have age, you know, they have age limits. They have weight limits as well in youth football. Dave, you're talking to someone who had weight limits put on him from age eight to age 13. I was anorexic. From like age eight to age okay. thirteen, I couldn't eat. Right. Had to make weight. Yeah, welcome. You, 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 you are you are very hardcore and old yes. school. Last I one am. for you before we get to FTG. So Josh Smith, the defensive end slash linebacker for the Jaguars, said he wants the other. Does he Josh Smith? Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen of the Jaguars, who had the incredible hat trick against Josh Allen of the Bills, said. He would like Josh Allen's game-worn, dirt-on-it jersey for his man cave and that he didn't ask for it as the game ended, but he's going to try to get it somehow. Is that appropriate to even ask? To laugh at it, and I guess. I mean, no, the two of them the said, the two of them, apparently the two of them have a, you know, exchanged texts before this game, and they've been professionally cordial with each other. But I, I can imagine... The Josh Allen who got beat doesn't want to give his jersey up to a dude who hat tricked him with a sack of fumble recovery and a pick. Which that may never be done again in a game. May. You and I won't live long enough. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, if he wants to give it to you, I'd say that's fine, but don't bring it up again. Sensitive subject. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who do we got? I got this one on Thursday night, watching Thursday night football. My God, how did I never realize Troy Aikman is the worst? Oh. How is... Oh, you're I new to this. this. You're just, I'm new to this. Well, <laughs> welcome aboard, my friend. What is it that's so bad about him? He Everything? doesn't say anything. <laughs> but he takes a long time to not say it. I, I watched the game and... I- Going, God, Troy sucks ass. He's terribly. He's the worst out of all the all the three. He's the worst. You obviously didn't hear. I think on this podcast, I went through my seven reasons why I can't stand his broadcasting. I broke it down all the way down the list. Not I, funny. I, not not self-effacing. He just narrates replays. He uses up almost all the clock between plays. As soon as Joe Buck's done with calling the play, here comes Troy, and he blah blah blahs until right before the next snap. All the time. I I can't believe I I missed it this much, but Troy Aikman sucks. All right. So, fuck that guy's broadcasting. <laughs> Troy Aikman. Fuck that guy. All right. This is a prophylactic fuck that guy. Prophylactic I being a medical. I haven't, I haven't used one since I was 19. <laughs> prophylactic being a medical <laughs> term. I'm not talking about rubbers, but I'm talking about the medical term for a treatment that is meant to... Uh, prevent something in advance, a prophylactic treatment, right? So I'm ahead of the game with this treatment. This is a prophylactic FTG because it's going to be a long fucking year as college basketball begins, Jay. The Mike Krzyzewski deification tour is going to be so nauseating. I don't know how I'm going to deal with it. And as good of a coach as he has been, a legend, I agree, and all that stuff, I am so sick of him. 
F him and this whole oh. season, which is going to be sickening, may it end with an embarrassing first round loss of the tournament. Oh, hats off to you for that one. That's a great one. That's right. a great one. Jay, I've been told by a loyal listener, Ken Beatrice actually used to say just buy now, not buh buy now. Do you believe that? that? Actually, I got the buh buy now from Siciliano used to say that to me. After oh, okay. And I took that. But I, I combined Ken and that, so. Let me see if I can find the guy that sent us that note before we duck out here. Uh, Stike, my man Stike in D.C., he goes, Zabe, it's been bugging me now that you and Jay said Ken, said Ken Beatrice always said bye-bye now. He just said bye now, one bye, and yes, I am that nerd, and he includes a YouTube link to prove it. By, by the way, I'd like to say I've never said bye-bye now, though. I always go bye now. Well, maybe it was me then. So as Again, Ken yeah. Beatrice would say, may he rest in peace, Jay. You're next, and bye now. <laughs> All right, that's a bye now for me. Thanks for listening. Have yourself a great Tuesday, and we will see you next time. When I gamble, I always look for a way to get an edge. You do, too. Well, at my bookie, they double your first deposit. Boom, there's your edge. You start with a huge leg up. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. Sign up now, and your first deposit bonus with MyBookie has you off and running. That will kickstart a winning season. This weekend, lay the points maybe with Arizona. Can they bounce back from their loss to Green Bay? How about the top offenses in the league and the Titans and the Rams going toe-to-toe Sunday night? You want to smash the over or play the other way and go under? Don't just take my word for it. Head to my bookie and sign up now using promo code ZABE to get your money doubled and start winning today. Remember, good friends don't let friends gamble alone and without an edge. So get your buddies signed up at my bookie and you can receive a 250% bonus on their first deposit. Plus, it's unlimited to redeem, so all of your friends can join the party at my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.